everybody. It's June 30th, episode 53, and uh, got Diggs hanging in the wings. We'll bring him in, so let's uh, give him a call. Captain. Yes. How we doing? Uh, well, we were thinking we were going to stop drinking today and get my my uh, liver a break, but I decided to not do that. Where did, where, where did, where did you end up today? Well, I worked. Uh, my mom's in the hospital. Um, I vacuumed. I cleaned. I did shit around the house. Nice. How's your mom? But my mom is still in the hospital. How's she doing? I don't know. Can't really figure that shit out with uh, COVID and shit. <clears throat> hey, they just let the restrictions off today. I know, but still they can keep certain restrictions on if they deem fit. That's a bad thing. That's true. Especially like with hospitals. Um, Especially with hospitals. Well, yeah. It's like I, I want to draw my mom. She likes Sudoku. You know, those little word, those little number puzzles from like Safeway. Yeah. I got I to gotta put it in a plastic bag and go through quarantine and all this shit. Wow. So it's just, you know, it's what you got to do, right? Yeah. What's the matter with her? With her why is she in the ER? Man, she's old. Okay. <laughs> she's old. Fuck. I, I stopped working. You know, the first couple of times I had to take her to the ER, I was, like, freaking out. Then I just realized, like, two, three times after I took her to the ER a couple of times, I'm like, uh, I don't know. I hope I see her tomorrow. I, you know, it's just, she's just, you totally just, let them do their deal. They're getting old. Old people get old, and you just, all you can do is, like, be available for them. Like, if they need you to, like, trust me, my life has gotten less important, but very important, because it's, like, just vacuuming the house or taking out the garbage is, like, a huge deal for them. So that's what I'm focused on. This, you know, stupid shit around the house. Nice. Yeah. So what did you do? You had a steak tonight? Oh, yeah. Beautiful steak. You son of a bitch. Beautiful Fuck, you never steak. sent me a picture. Uh, no, I didn't. But it was good. So good that I didn't have time uh, to take a picture. <laughs> yeah, because you're busy just fucking scarfing it down. No, it was good. Just mowing. Were you just a mower? Uh, yeah. Well, you probably cooked it. Duh. Just in case there's any single ladies out there, if you're going to date somebody who's, you know, maybe halfway good looking, make sure they know how to cook. 
What are you doing back there? I'm just saying there's going to be a lot. There, there's going to be a lot of miserable ladies here in the next five, ten years. We got to get ready for them. Sure. What are you doing in the background? Oh, I was just uh, organizing some shit. Now I'm done. Sounds like you're scrapbooking. <laughs> notes from work. I have notes from work. Gotcha. Okay, I'm done. I got all. The only thing you're going to hear me do is either smoke a, uh, some uh, hash or uh, drink a white cloth. Gotcha. I got an idea. Can we talk about the podcast for a sec? Yeah. Okay. So, thought about this. And I want you to think about this every podcast going forward. But basically, mention somebody or someone and a problem that they have or needs to be solved. Every show. Kind of tough. It's not that tough. What's a problem? What's a problem? Well, what's, a, right. what's a problem in Tacoma right now? What's the number one problem in Tacoma? Uh, leadership. Like, what kind of leadership? City council? Like leadership. Like leadership. C- like city council? Leadership. City council? We're, 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 we're following everything Seattle does. And Seattle follows everything California does. California follows everything San Francisco does. And they got people taking dumps on the sidewalk and leaving needles in the park. I don't think that's a very good thing to take counsel from. No, I don't. You know, it'd be funny if uh, a Republican came in and just said, you know what, I'm tired of the shit and played that we're not Seattle card in Tacoma. And I bet you we could get a Republican mayor. Did you hear... Did you hear? Did you hear our governor today? We're back. We're back open. We're back open. We're good. We're good. And I'm like, Parge, you didn't want us to open. Like, he's he's like that guy. I look at our I look at our state like I work for a company. You're right, right, right. And we have a we have a leader that's a deadbeat leader. Yeah, he's just, just kind of. A, just, I mean, he, the only time time of motivation. I mean, everything's dire, dire. Now he's like, "We're back open." I'm like, "We've been asking you to get us back open for a long time." I work retail. I've had a fucking mask on my face, and I still, even though the mask mandates are done, I have to wear a mask on my face because. I refuse to get a uh, vaccine, and people go, why, why are you getting a vaccine? I go, well, I got my parents' vaccine. They're like, well, wonder if you get one of the uh, the, the variants. wonder if you get a variant. And I go, you know, the whole vaccine, you're going to have to get a, a booster every nine months to a year. And then on top of it is that it's a way for them to control you. So when you go shopping... When you go shopping and you work, you go to retail, think about this. There's a lot of people that can just say, hey, sure, yeah, I'm vaccinated. And they're customers. They're going to walk through a store and lollygate. And there's everybody that works at a store 
you're going to know if they're vaccinated or not. Because the ones that aren't vaccinated have to wear a mask. The ones that are vaccinated don't have to wear a mask. Right. I said it's, I, I said this a long time ago. Now it's, uh, you know, maskism in reverse. You know, like at first it was it's like, almost, you were the asshole if you didn't wear a mask. But now you're the asshole it's almost if you were wearing a mask. It's almost social condemning. It's like, oh, you didn't want to take the vaccine. And it's like, well, hey, I wanted to take the vaccine when Trump made it. But then all of a sudden Biden got in. And this shit hasn't even been, like, tested by the FDA. I trust Trump, but I, I do not trust that Biden went in there and said, oh, yeah, you know, I'm just, every single thing he's done has gone to shit. Stay in Mexico if you're crossing the border. I mean, the amount of, Immigrants coming over the fucking southern borders. And then when Kamala Harris went down to the southern border, she was like 950 miles away from the epicenter. She went to like a cozy, like little... Uh, she went to El Paso. Uh, she went to a resort course. She went as a golfer. She went to a resort course. She didn't go to the U.S. Open. There was a big thing going on. She never fucking showed up for the show. She went somewhere else. And and then when they said, oh, they asked her, oh, when you go into the border, she goes, oh, I have been in the border. I, you know, and they're like, no, it, it was a, a CNN guy or ABC guy or whatever. And he goes, well, no, uh, Kamala, you actually haven't been to the border. And she goes, well, I haven't been to Europe either. What does that matter? Because we have a fucking border crisis with Mexico, and uh, we don't really have a border crisis with Europe. But I'm glad you haven't been to Europe either. What the fuck are you saying? I mean, our our whole political leadership is run is run by puppets. And Kamala's just waiting in the wing, just going, God, Jesus Christ, how long can Joe live? Literally. Yeah, I don't know. They obviously are operating uh, independently from one another. And uh, I don't know, that's what I can tell. Well, thank God. uh, Dr. Fauci said if we were good boys and good girls, we would be able to have barbecues and uh, fireworks on 4th of July. Well, I think people are going to be doing that no matter what. I mean, last year, it was a fucking, you know, probably one of the biggest 4th of Julys of all time because, like, we were going through a crisis and, like, people, like, were pent up and, like, wanted to get the fuck out of their house and, like, you know, now here it is a year later. What the fuck? You are you are you happy you got a gun? Totally, yeah. Kind of self protection, like if you need to protect yourself if somebody breaks in your house, it's not like you're going to carry it around. And but I mean, if somebody, you know what I mean? Here's okay. I mean, I might be giving away too much information here, but like, here's what I don't like about 
there's am, am I happy I, I have one absolutely because like I'm of the uh, mindset that rather have and not need than need and not have and you're the same mindset me me and you neither neither one of us want to use it for the real reason no and I'm and I'm not interested quite honestly you know bringing it into public spaces or anything like that like I just honestly just need it for the house uh, no, but what you are interested in now, you have one. You're probably going to go to a range and learn how to feel comfortable, you know, operating it and firing it and I have. responsible things, right? I have several times. Well, isn't it amazing the people that actually take the time to get their lawful carrying permit or their lawful gun license actually learn how to use it and really don't want to use it. It's just kind of weird. Like they always keep attacking guns, but not people who illegally own guns. It's like, I see people all the time that walk in my store that have concealed carry, but they're wearing it just straight out on their hip. I don't worry about that person. I know they they went through a long process to make sure they're legally able to own a gun, and now they like to walk around like the Old West with a fucking gun on their hip. I'm totally okay with that, because if somebody came in and tried to rob my shop and that guy was in the shop, I would not worry about him doing something stupid but I'd also like the fact that it takes time for police officers to respond who are probably bigots and, you know, racist and all the other things they call police officers, which is bullshit. But before somebody who is a police officer could come and protect me, I have this guy over here. I have a fucking nine on the side with six, 15, 15 rounds and one in the chamber. And this guy's going to try to rob me? Really? I really appreciate people who went through the process of getting guns legally because I trust them. You know what I mean? Right. I don't even need, I don't even need to know the person. But if they're carrying a gun on their side, obviously they own it legally. And if shit don't know that. breaks down, well, kind of like when people don't wear a mask and I go, they go, hey, uh, do I need to wear a face mask in here? And I go, well, if you got the, if you got the, uh, the injection, you don't need to. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got the vaccine. Let me just, like, wait, okay. let, me, let me just wake I you up to, to this fact. I have fact. to trust their word. I have to trust their word. Let me just wake you up to this fact. Stop. It's not, about you, it's not about you trusting anybody and, like, just because you've got good social awareness about a guy that wears a gun on his hip and a guy that wears a mask. Basically, if you're wearing a mask and or if you're wearing a gun on your hip, you're making a statement. Your statement is, I'm on this team and 
this team believes in A, B, and C. I mean, I'm okay. Like you got a good statement, right? You're making a big fucking statement because everybody else in the room doesn't well, have a gun on their hip. Hold on, hold on. It's no different than a guy that walks into my shop with baggy shorts or pants, doesn't look like a golfer at all. Walks through the shop and. You know when people are out of place and the first thing they do when they walk into a retail place, they act like they're talking on the phone. Okay. They act like they're talking on the phone. But that's what, that way when you acknowledge them, like, hey, how are you doing? Welcome to Pro Golf. They're like, they just walk right past you. They can brush you because off. They, right. can, they can pretend they're on the phone. But me as a retail employee, I'm like red flag. This guy's in my shop. He doesn't even want to acknowledge me and he doesn't even look like he shops here. You know what I mean? Right. Well, you're kind of judging a book by its cover, but you've got intuition. The guy is in the wrong place. (laughs) I got intuition by the clothes he's wearing, the demeanor he's presenting the personality he if and I've had many guys that come in there that don't look like golfers and every time I look at them I'm like, hey what's going on and they're like hey uh, did you get that new wedge or did you get those new cobra putters or you know or they just look at you and they smile and they go hey because golfers are kind of like hey guys we're like hey people but I mean, when somebody goes in there, you kind of know when somebody's going in there and you're like, God, I don't want to think he's stealing, but if anybody threw up red flags, it's that guy or that girl. You know what I mean? Sure. I yeah. even caught a guy that brought in his, I even brought, I even caught a guy that brought in his kid that was like carrying age. Like he was like within six months old, four months old. He planted three clubs on the side of the bags right by the door, reparked his car right in front of her cameras. And I see these clubs, I'm going, that's kind of a weird spot for clubs. And then we went and looked at the video. We saw he planted them there. And then we realized he packed the car in. So we walked back out to the front, knowing that he thought those clubs were right there. And he was just going to grab him, go to his car, and take off. Right. And I literally looked at him. I go, dude, really? You're doing that with your child? Like, <laughs> and he looks at me and goes, what are you talking about? And I go, we got you on camera. I, I found the clubs over there. I was kind of curious what happened. We go back and we look at it, and you're planning them, looking at all of our salespeople. We know what you're doing, and your kid sitting in the, in the car right now waiting and your car is on. What the fuck are you back in here for? He goes, ah, I wasn't going to take anything. And we're just like, get the fuck out. Try to have better life, you know, judgment calls, like do something with your life. I mean, seriously, he brought his kid in there who he still had to support his head when he was holding the kid. Yet he was going to steal three tailor-made drivers from us. Yeah, dude. Kids are expensive. It's no different. It's no different than a lot of those people dropping kids over the border or something like that. You know, I mean, they 
I hate to say it, but I mean, when people are in that mental capacity, they really don't think about the consequences. You know, it's, it's, it's not about them anymore. Now it's about a younger kid, but they don't care. No, it's a, it's, it's a risk reward thing. It's like, I'm willing, I'm willing to take the risk, you know, for the reward. Well, this seems like a pretty easy opportunity right now. So he, he took a shot. You guys caught him and he's lucky he got away. He, he didn't get away. We just, we basically, as soon as he came in, Uncle Buck took a picture of him with his phone. He goes, hey, smile. And the guy <laughs> smiles and he takes the picture. He goes, why did you take a picture of me? And he goes, we got you all on camera. We got the whole fucking thing. We just saw your car up there. You still got your car in drive. That's what funny. the fuck? You know, we kind of criticized him. We talked to him like Dr. Phil for about and met it because he was like, oh, no, I was in it. And I'm like, well, why the fuck are you in here? And why is your car on? Why is your kid sitting in the car? I mean, what are you doing? And he goes, and then he goes, don't press charges. And we're like, don't press, we're not pressing charges, but just make sure you and your friend, because they always go around in groups. Just make sure you and your friends are not welcome here anymore. Not just you. We, we got an eye on a lot of you. And that's how we handle it. Well, life as a retail employee is uh, an interesting one. I did it. I've, I've worked in retail for about 10 years. I had a... a yeah. You're a manager. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah. You got higher up than I did. You want to hear the craziest break-in story of all time? Okay. So back when the iPhone, the very first iPhone came out, like we were putting these fucking things in like safes, like, uh, and we've never done that before. We always put the cell phones like just in a back room somewhere, like a stock room. Um, but they're like making us put these fucking things in a safe bolted to the ground. And, um, <laughs> we hadn't gotten our safe yet. They only did this in a certain, a couple certain locations. And, uh, one of the locations got broke into the guys came in through the roof, like on a fucking rappel line dropped right into the stock room threw a bunch of shit in a bag and went zip right back up to the roof and out set off the alarm. Cops eventually came crooks were long gone, but they like got away with like, I don't know, $50,000 worth of fucking iPhones. (laughs) Like, uh, dude, I get it. I, uh, you remember when I, uh, worked for UPS, right? I delivered to the, uh, Apple store in Tacoma mall. And I remember every time I would go there, I was cruising down the mall and my headset on, I was listening to some tunes. And I'm like, shit, I might get a shot because I got like 40, 50 grand worth of fucking Apple equipment on my just little push cart that I'm strolling in 
right? We talked about that. You know, Remember that. dude, and, you know, because, I mean, that stuff's worth a lot, but, I mean, when you work, when you work for UPS, though, you're delivering expensive shit all the time. You're delivering $600 Krager fucking smoker. You're delivering computers. You're delivering Apple phones. You're delivering sometimes most of the, some of the most expensive stuff to certain individuals is like their spicy nuts that they get. Right. Like they're fiending for it. Think they're about, waiting for it and they're at the front of the door. Think about think about how it is now. Like I mean, that was then. Like, I mean, I know how it was with like any new iPhone. Any, like I mean you got a lot of expensive products in just one box. Like twelve iPhones is like I don't know. How much is that? That's a lot of money. <laughs> uh, you know, ten thousand dollars. I would li- I would literally be walking to Verizon with three uh, two hundred and twenty four packages, uh, and I know most of them are iPhones. So you just take two hundred twenty four times four or five hundred dollars, mix a couple iPads in there. I'm literally it? pushing down the middle. I'm literally pushing down the middle of the mall in Tacoma, like quarter million dollars. What about uh, you know, the UPS guys today? You know, I mean, like, times are, I mean, or maybe like last year. You know, times were a little tougher. I don't think there they was, get paid th- enough. There was riots, you know, like people are like going ape shit. Like, they're going to steal some Apple phones. Those rioters are going to steal some Apple phones. I can see that. You know, you know what amazes let's raid, me? Let's raid a UPS truck. You, no, you know what amazes me is that you, you, me and you both see how crazy like Seattle's gotten and Portland especially. Portland's always been and slightly more aggressive. Well, no, but they're, they're not so far away from us. The only difference is we're, we're kind of a smaller town. So it's just like, we don't see that. Like, you know, I've been fortunate the last couple of weeks when I've gotten drunk. I went to the casino one time, which was a bad idea. And uh, then I went to uh, McMinimins. And uh, everything's kind of cool around here. But I mean, seriously, like Seattle, Portland. Could you imagine, like, you had a day off, and you're like, ah, I want to go downtown, and I called you up, and we lived right around Portland, and I was like, ah, let's go out tonight, you're like, you want to go out to Portland? Fuck that shit. Yeah, no. I mean, why, why would you want to go to Portland anymore? I mean, it, there's certain cities around our country that have become complete shitholes. Yeah. Seattle and Portland are two of them. That's why I got a gun. You know... In case they show up in my neighborhood. How how, how are you going to hold that thing? Are you going to just, like, stuff it at the front of your pants like a gangster? Or are you going to, like, have a holster? No, I haven't figured out how to fire it yet, so I haven't loaded any of the magazines. So 
my best bet is like if somebody breaks in my house, I got two magazines to throw at them, and if that doesn't stop them, I'm going to throw my gun at them too. All right, you're an idiot. You got to figure out how to use that thing. I, I'm. I got to get. Hey, I'm a law-abiding citizen. I want to learn how to do it right. I actually do have a magazine loaded, but <laughs> is that legal? I got a license. Do you? You know what else is legal? What license do you have? You're concealed? It's coming. It's coming. You don't have any license. I, I, I Obviously, I own a pistol. I own a pistol. You have a bill of sale? So. Has to background? You, you know... I'll tell you this: you don't want to go there smelling like pot, or after you uh, just got done playing eighteen holes and you're drunk. That's a bad time to pick up a gun. Uh, They'll totally tell you no. Yeah. Did you try to do that? I did, but you know, <laughs> I wore a mask, so I got away with it. Oh my god! Good thing we're wearing masks nowadays. Wait a minute. So you got kicked out of a gun shop, or you didn't? No, they sold me a gun. And you were drunk? Uh, to be determined. <laughs> allegedly. No, I totally allegedly. I never do anything that stupid and put it on the air. I don't know about that, but... but no, but the thing is, like we said, you kind of... I mean, things are going crazy nowadays. You kind of got to feel like if you're at home... Whether or not you're a certain type of personality or not, that if somebody literally breaks in your home, they're not invited, you should shoot them. I think about that sometimes. I'm like, should you? Or beat the living shit so, out of, or be, or beat the living shit out of them with something. Like tase them, take them take them out with like a baton. What's what's your options? By the time you're at home, you're relaxed, you're watching TV, maybe you watch this evening magazine, you you had some food, then you got a little stone, you're still sitting at home, you're you're at home getting stoned, and then you had a couple of drinks, and then you, you, you kinda get ready to go to bed and right about twelve o'clock somebody decides they're breaking your house and you hear the breaking in the house. Like the ksh, and you go down there and you shoot them. I don't care who it is. You shoot them. I don't know any of my friends that would kick in my door. I don't know any of my uh, family members that would show up without telling me and kick in my door. So if somebody kicks in my door, they're definitely not welcome. And I'm not mistaking them for, like, a drunk uncle that's trying to just get in the house. You know what I mean? Because I'm the drunk uncle. Well, you know. I walk in the house. Yeah. If you end up in the back seat, if you end up in someone else's car and you're in the back seat and you spend the night in it and I show up in the morning to my car and I find you in it, should I shoot you? 
Well, sometimes you got to get out of a car sooner than later. Well, I'm 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 up for beating the shit out of somebody before I shoot them. Uh, well, well, the the difference is I was sleeping. The difference is and you you you're not. Gonna I was no, anymore. I was sleeping. No, I was sleeping. I was sleeping, and I left before the person came back. But if I kicked in somebody's, let's just say I walk next door. I don't. I two four. I'll go four houses down, so I don't know my neighbor. I just go in and I kick the door in. I'm like, "What's up, bitches?" And with the amount of people buying guns today, if I think I kick in that door and don't get shot, I'm stupid. Yeah, I think in a it's house. Like, I think if, in a house was, that makes a difference. I, but what if like? Um, Okay, because this this real life happened to me uh, when I was a child. Uh, this drunk dude walked in on uh, me and my mom. Like it was like a some guy looking for some other person, like in the building. You shoot that was guy. Was he robbing you? No, but he came in. The no, house. was he robbing you? Was he like, hey? Think of, think about that. You're you know. you're you're a young mother, and you have your child. And and you have a gun. Well, first, are you shooting? First off, most young mothers. First, first off, most young mothers would choose not to have a gun. It's just psychological evidence. Most young mothers wouldn't because they would assume. Well, what if they did? You're assuming. You're assuming they don't. But I'm going to assume that they they this this one does. In this scenario that we're talking about right now. She's got to. Okay. She's got to well, get. Put it this way: if, if, if that was if that was your mom and your mom shot the guy, she might for, have shot that guy. For for no for breaking in. Let's say she shot him and he, he died. Right. He he entered your guys's domain. He was a threat. You didn't know the threat he was, but she protected her young cub. Boom, her shoot, young child. Boom! Shoot there's the, no, there's no difference. There's no difference than actual animal characteristics in the nature. Sure. When somebody comes into your domain, you protect it. But the fact is, she didn't have a gun, and the guy, she just yelled at him, and he left. Well, it's like, well, some women can yell, and some guys are too drunk to be like, "Oh my god, I'm sorry, I can't believe I came to this." My bad. And there's a lot of I, I've slept in other people's cars thinking it was my buddies. But when I every time I do that, I like to leave my hash pipe, my uh, cigarette, and uh, my cell phone. That way, when I call my cell phone back, I can apologize and be like. Can I get my hash pipe and my cigarettes back? And I'll give you like 20 or 40 bucks because I am so sorry. I picked the wrong car in the parking lot. You know, it's funny in that whole rant there, it sounded like you were proud that you have a system for this. <laughs> and then the worst part is when it's happened, when it, when it's happened a couple of times, you figure out how to deal with people. Right. And that's the worst part, is it? it's happened more than once. It's happened 
How many, phone, how many phones have you lost? Like four, five? Just like straight up lost them because of night out. You're getting close. Six, seven, eight, at least four or five. Six, six, six is a good number. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, fuck. Hey, cocaine's a hell of a drug. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Dilly dilly. Not saying I've ever tried it, but uh, it is a hell of a drug. Too much for me. Too much for me. Like I'm like, oh, dude. Me and you. You told me to punch you. I punched you in the face, and we got kicked out of an Uber. <clears throat> he didn't punch me in the face. Okay, you elbowed yourself. I don't know. However, you you bloodied all over my coat, and the Uber and Uber will still not pick me up in Tacoma or anywhere else. Yeah, they won't. I I would like to um get one of our old Uber drivers like on the podcast because you know that guy definitely that had to have been a memorable night for that guy. How many times does that happen? Well, no. All of our all of our Uber drivers before them loved us because every time we went anywhere, if you weren't going to tip them, I would. Because I always bug you, you're going to tip them. And, and we're chatting it up with them and being drive. nice to them. You know, and I'd give them. T- and then remember that one Uber driver that drove us to uh, the Swiss. Was it the Swiss? No. It was the Swiss. The cowboy and he got place. him to speed because he got a new car. He got a new car. We're like, floor it. They towed it, and a cop pulled us over. Yeah, that was like for your 40th and that birthday. Same cop, yeah, that same cop wind up being the security at the bar we were going to. And um, I had to ask for his help later in that evening. Cause remember, fucking cowboy dudes like. Oh, no, you didn't. Those cowboy dudes want to fucking fight? Then they. Dude, that's the problem with cowboys. You get them out of uh, uh, Silver Creek or, or whatever, and yeah, they get a little feisty. They get out of their element. When they're in their element, they don't want to fight. When they're around just country boys, well, I mean, we, you could knock over their drink, and they're like, ah, oh, my bad, partner. Let me grab you another one. When you start you, talking to any girl in their group, they start acting like you did the other night. Cards. We really want to talk about competition. We that's we were playing darts. We were playing pool. You brought over a foreign NAV. I told her she was fat and ugly. I told her get the fuck out. I'm sorry. Killed the vibe. To- I do. Totally killed. Every- I thought she was truant. I thought she was fat and ugly. I proved fat and ugly. There was five. There's the reason we call him a Jagmo. There's five people in that bar. Well, she was not invited to our fucking dark game. Well, you, you invited you made, her, you made and it I told really her. awkward. No, I just told her yeah. to fuck out. I didn't make it awkward. We'll bring Chris on the podcast because Chris was there with us, and we'll have. I him. made a decision. We'll we'll check in with him and his his love life and. Oh. Uh, no fuck! We don't want to talk about his love life anymore. He's got a mellow bride. Anyway, but 
All I will say, all I will say is that when you're making a deal and we played a game and then all of a sudden I got this other person, it's, it's literally, and especially with her being mouthy, and I didn't even know her. It's not like I got to know her. You went over and flirted with her, and then you brought her over, and I'm like, No, she came this no, she, And then she, she started being mouthy with me like you were. I think Chris brought her over. Or what, like she was with you. She started, she started no, talking. No, you, 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 you straight. I remember the whole thing because I knew it was going to turn into a just catastrophe. No, that's as soon as it came over, I was like, well, this is the part where I should be mute, but I'm not. Stinky cat. I should have been quiet. Stinky cat. What? Stinky cat. That's just what I'm going to call you, man. It's like starts pissing all over the room. Who? You. How did I piss over my own room? I don't know. It's just... It wasn't fun for nobody. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody has a choice in what kind of attitude they can bring to the table, and that was definitely not fucking a positive one. Well, I got to know what attitudes I'm dealing with before I can No, you don't. Choose you, you, can, you can adapt. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. No, I'm just, I'm not just kind of just, and whatever. I'm not, no, I mean, if she came over and she was cool, she came over and she was just brute. That's like, oh no, fuck you, bitch. Why? And I, and I go, no, I just like, who the fuck are you? And she goes, oh, your friend brought me over. And I go, oh, that's cool. I don't know you, so you can't talk to me like he talks to me. He can tell me I'm a piece of shit, but you can fuck off. That's the way I looked at it. No, so you're being beaten. You can always no. You can, you can always tell me to fuck off, but a new broad, a new person cannot go in there and just start telling me certain things because I'm going to say, "Oh no, go fuck yourself." So you just ruined That's what right? I did. So you just ruined That's exactly the vibe what I did. for everybody around you. Instead, I didn't start the vibe. If you're going to start the vibe, then make sure the vibe works for everybody. Everybody was having a Don't good time. Don't blame it on other people. Don't blame we it. Don't blame the vibe. We Do not darts. blame the vibe on other people. All of a sudden, you're yelling at participated some in the vibe. Because I was doing the vibe before we even got there. Right. Everything was I was, was doing fine. the vibe before we even got there, and the vibe was pretty good. If anybody fucked up the vibe... It was somebody who decided to bring somebody else in the vibe that didn't tell anybody in the group that the vibe was changing. The vibe changed, and I didn't allow it to change. That's what happened. The vibe changed, and I would not allow it to change. So you just decided, like, we're ending the game for everybody. Sorry. I wasn't asked for... No, 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 no. So you're going to change the vibe I've had all night by just arbitrarily throwing in a designated hitter is what you did. I, I, and I was I, like, I whoa, time out. Time out. I did not. I thought I was in the golf game where you have a player and a caddy, and that's what you got. And you're like, oh, no, Rory McIlroy is not that good right now. I'm throwing in Dustin Johnson. Or, or in your case, you threw in fucking – Anakin Sorensen or some shit like that. And I was like, <laughs> all right, well, if you're going to do that, I got all the right to talk shit. 
and no, she you can don't. handle my. No, you don't. I have all the right. No, to talk dude, shit. you can't. You can't. You can't. I have just, all the right to talk. No, shit. you don't. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. I'm. I refuse to go that out. That was my night. That was my ref- night with my friends. I'm sorry. This broad fr- showed up. Broad. Your friends don't want to go out with you if you're going to act like that. Is what I'm trying to tell you. Is like, listen. Just your friends. Okay, what I'm telling you now, Brett, is your friends aren't gonna want to hang out with you when you change the fucking gameplay like that. If you want to do that, that's fine. You gotta let you gotta let me know ahead of time. You can't just throw it on me and be like, "Oh, surprise!" You gotta deal with Karen. This is Karen. You're the Karen. Karen hates me. You're the Karen, man. You can't. You can't let your friends. Go flirt with the other chicks, and then you know, as soon as they do, and you don't like it. I let you flirt with other chicks. No. You brought the chick over to us. Yeah. You flirted with a bitch, and you brought her over to me, and I said, "This is a bitch. Fuck her." And he, you're like, oh, "I can't believe you treated her that way." And I'm like, "She's not even part of our group. What the fuck is this even a conversation? I don't even know why this is a conversation between me and you right now. Because it's because about tact. She's a broad that." Let me just ask you, do you got her phone number? Have you been calling her? Have you talked to her other than that night? Yet this is one thing you keep bringing up when it's just a stupid broad that none of us neither knew, and she said something that pissed me off, and I have every right to be pissed. So there's no way you can be like, oh, you got oversensitive. No, you got oversensitive. I didn't even fucking know. This is like you bringing a doofus guy friend over, and I just can't stand him. I'm going to be like, hey, I love hanging out with you, Brett. But if you ever bring over Toby, or not Toby, because Toby's cool. But if you bring over, like, somebody like Sweeney, I mean, like, think about that. Think about, think about I'm meeting you, and then you bring Sweeney. And I'm like, and I talk shit to Sweeney, and I tell him he's a pussy and he's a bitch. And then you look at me, you go, what's your problem with Sweeney? I'm like, don't ever bring a guy like that over. What's the difference of me not liking a guy or a girl based on their personality they, that they perceive to me. And then I'm a Debbie downer for not just accepting it because it's the because, thing of a night. Because I'm not going to accept some broad or some bitch. That's just a bitch. It's the same thing with Sweeney. So don't even play that fucking girl and guy thing. I would treat a guy or a girl. It's like Sean. I can't stand Matt's friend, Sean. Okay. So you can't even say that I should have made an exception because she had tits. She was stupid and a box of bricks. That's the bottom line. She was stupid and a box of bricks. And for you bringing this up again and again, trying to make me feel like it's a little of a bit of a downer for me. No, this is not a loss for Danny. Danny stayed strong and said, hey, I'm not going to put up with people that I cannot stand, that I cannot relate to. Because she was a bitch. That's what I'm saying. She wasn't a bitch. Bottom line. She wasn't a bitch at all. Dude, have you talked to her since? You wouldn't let me. Who's the bitch Have you talked to her since? You get her number and call her? You wouldn't let me. Did you get her number and call her? I let you do your own deal. No, you didn't. And you could have done whatever you did. No, you didn't. So, so, okay, well, that's not my problem. I let you know how I felt about her. You let the whole bar. So this is not about me anymore. This is not about me anymore. This is about what you bring into the situation and make your friends that are true uncomfortable. 
Now, that's the bottom line. The, the difference is you got a friend, you're out with your boys, and what are you out with your boys for? To go hold each other's dicks? I don't think so. You're out there to go play the game. And you know what? Uh, just because you don't like that I'm playing the game. We went to go play darts and I'm pool, not tr- and you went for the lowest. You went for so, the most available, unattractive girl that was out there. So because what? there was nobody out there that night. Right. So you go. So sometimes there was nobody out there that night. Sometimes so you want to. Sometimes you want to dip your toes. Unattractive fat chick that had three kids at home, and she should have been there rather than at a bar. Listen, I don't give a fuck. I'm standing my ground on this because... No, obviously you do because you keep bringing it up. Yeah. And now you got me all steamed. Steamed about what? You got me steamed because you keep bringing this up like it's my fault. It is. It was never my fault. This is a situation you put your ass in because it's the people you decided to bring over to our friendship circle. No. And she was not invited. She's not. She was not she, invited. We're trying I would have much rather just hung out with Chris rather than you trying to go after the the cutest fat chick you could find in a bar. Because there was no fucking talent in that bar period. And if you're trying to tell me that some girl that has three kids back home, she got a night off because her fucking, her boyfriend that she's fucking right now decided to watch her get whatever. I mean, seriously, as talk about low expectations, and you're trying to make me feel guilty about the way be. I perceive this person. No, I should not, because I could <laughs> care less. I know you don't. That's why you acted the way you did. What I'm trying to say is that... I'm acting the exact same way now, and I guarantee you that you are wrong. I guarantee you you've just dropped the mood of the entire podcast because you're steamed now. You can't control your emotions. Dude, you're the one that even brought it up. You're the one that brought it up, and this is something that goes deep between me and you, and you should have not brought something like this up. Why not? not? thinking that I would be defensive about it. I want you, I can, I, I I want you to hear yourself. So I... Hold on, so I cannot be defensive about a way that I think about something and defend myself? Am I a bigot because I don't like some broad that I don't even know hanging out with? I'm just saying this is a trend for you. Our group. This is a trend. It's been a trend for you. It's been a trend for you for having lower expectations. You remember uh, that fucking TV show, Lowered Expectations? Remember that teacher, bitch. I don't get, I don't get too, I definitely don't get desperate. And should, I don't put talk my about friends, that. That's a fun story. I do not even put my friends in situations where I'm going to make them feel like shit on a later date. Just because they actually act the exact same way I expect them to act. You know exactly how I would act. And you put that broad in there and then you brought her back up for no reason. All I'm saying is you... You, you knew exactly. I'll, I'll, I try to go play the game and all I get is uh, crying Danny. <laughs> That's all I get. Okay, you slap me. Try not to play the game. Try not to play the game on a street called McKinley or Hilltop. How about that? Slap me at the try not to play a game. I got laid. Okay. I got well. No, you brought up the Swiss. I swore you because I had an option, and I 
took care of it. Yeah, you, you, she was, so she was I, flirting. Did I, did, I, did I not get laid that night? Did her friend not yell at me, yell at her on the curb because she's like, I can't believe you're going home with that guy tonight. And you were mad no. that I actually got laid. You're bringing that up I again? Ma- no. You're bringing that up too? No, 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 no. That's See, exactly what you're bringing up. This is the thing, is that you, you remember things wrong. I don't remember things wrong. I got her socks in my drawer. Do you want me to bring them out? Right, but you don't remember the initial part of it. The teacher? You don't the remember? The one that lives in UP station? You don't, okay. The one that maybe you flirted with first and you messed up and then I was able to kind of work uh, in and I was polite about it I, and I, I told you to shut up because I did, I didn't, you already I fucked did, it up. I didn't mess up. You Did you go home with her? Listen. Did you go home with her? I told her I lived with my parents and I brought her back. She here. told me that she goes, she before you even talked to her, she goes out she was if and I was uncomfortable with it because she's older than me. But she goes, if I was to fuck anybody in this room, I'd fuck you. And I'm like, oh God. Uh-huh. And then you jump in the yeah. equation, slap me, and I'm like, fucking just go ahead and have it. I was sitting at the have bar. It. Have I was it. sitting at the bar next to her. I'm like, have it. <laughs> fucking, I don't. I was then, sitting at the bar next to her. And then you. You were the one that sat down next then you, to me. Then you, then you introduced her and to your parents. And again after you <laughs> drove, you walked away for a while. And I told her exactly my situation. I go, hey. Taking care of my parents. If you want to come over, have a good time, or we're gonna walk past fucking checkpoint Charlie like we're walking through Costco. Get your card out. We're going straight up the stairs. That's exactly what I told her. Like going, and she's like, "Oh my god!" Your dad's and like. As soon as we got in here, I go. My dad gave me a high five when I walked back downstairs. I kicked her out through the cab. I mean, I really miss I could. I miss that girl. She was a nice girl. I could have dated her. Have you talked to her since? You had to talk oh, to her. No, it was, Did you give it her was, socks back? No. No, I kept the socks. I smelled those things every day. That's the closest I got to pussy in a while. You smelled sometimes, the socks? Sometimes life sucks. You smelled the <laughs> Why'd you say you smelled the I'm socks? I'm joking. I'm joke. I'm joking. <laughs> oh, fuck. Listen, I Parsons. just masturbate on them. Not a big deal. Listen, Parsons, I'm not trying to get you riled up. I'm just saying, in general, like I try to, I try to keep my eyes open at all times. And I felt like what you did that night just kind of killed the vibe. And I'm, I'll leave it at that. If you don't think so, it was. That's meant, fine. It was meant to kill. It was meant to kill the vibe. Okay. Because if you wanted to have a, if you wanted to have a vibe with her, vibe with her, at a table, sit down, say, "Hey, I'm not playing darts anymore." She starts showing up talking shit while I'm playing darts, and I'm fucking drunk. You don't think I'm gonna fucking talk shit back? And then I found out she was stupid. On top of that, she wasn't smart. I'm gonna totally. She was dumb. She wasn't pretty, uh, and she was fat. And I pointed, I pointed that out. I knew that going in. You didn't have to point it well, out and let the whole bar know didn't. too. Obviously, you didn't. Obviously, you didn't because you still bring it up to me like I'm the bad guy. You're an idiot. How am I an idiot? Just did a, you just me. did a Billy Eilish 
thing. <laughs> That's what I've said. You're an idiot. Listen. I said I'm a bad guy. Was a, you is did. that a new song? Is this something? Is this something new that I don't know about because I'm old now? Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. I just thought maybe I was wise because I might have been through a couple of things. Oh Lord. Well, don't cry about it. I'm over it. I was over it a long time. I ago. never have, but I I never have, but I don't bring it up. So what? What are you trying to say? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't bring it up. I brought it I up. I didn't bring up this whole. You definitely brought it up. I did bring it up. But what are you trying to say? And you, you're still wrong about it. No, I'm not wrong about it at all. There's nothing wrong with being in like a group with of, I, I you and like two of your friends and like bring a girl over to, sh- to throw throw a. I would like some throw of our a, listeners. A some darts. And then your your buddy just flips out on her because he she thinks he thinks she's fat and not cool. And then she calls her cool. calls her a fat and bitch. Because she she probably fat. has three kids she's waiting at cool. home at the top of your lungs in the she's, middle of the bar that only had ten people in it or less. Really classy. She's man. not cool. She's not cool. She wasn't fat. I did not put myself in that situation. Somebody else put me in that situation, tried to turn around and you blame it on me. You reacted, and you so made a choice no. to react the way you... Did you put me in that situation? You made so a choice time, to react that this? way. How about this? How about this? How about this? Fine, I got you. Fine, I got you. From now on, every time you bring anybody over that I don't know, I'll just go plain mute. I won't even interact. I'll just let you do your deal. And every time you make a joke and you act like you're Matt Sweeney and you laugh before you fucking say the punchline, I'll just, <laughs> you know, nod my head and I'll fucking just, I'll, 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 I'll nod with you in ignorance and ignorance. If that's what you want, if you want an, if you want a friend, you ever play wing, you ever play wingman for anybody? Yeah, I used to do that for you a lot until you become an ass. Well, I mean, that's what it's. There's means. many times me you went to Seattle, isn't, me and you isn't, did this isn't or that, that, isn't and that, we did different things. Isn't that usually what we do when we sometimes, go to a bar? Sometimes, sometimes when you're wingman, you you build up cred, like you build up points, and like when your wingman tells you no, you actually listen to your wingman, and you're not that wingman. You've never been my wingman. I've been your wingman. And sometimes when I tell you, okay, that's enough. No, 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 I'm not going to. Okay, you're going to keep doing this. Fine. You're going to get two and two. You're going to get me in my full form, my full fledge, (laughs) my fuck you. Kiss my ass. I don't give a fuck. Fuck off. Let's go spend a grand at the casino after we piss each other off. You know, let's get bloody noses. I don't care. Whatever. So you either get a wingman who's your who's your uh, boot cake or your bitch, or you get a wingman who is like me, who will be like, oh, do your own thing. But if you put me in a scenario when I, where I'm a part of the group, I'll, I'll be goddamn if I don't let you know my opinion. And if you think I'm going to hold back after as many drinks and shots we've had, <laughs> you got to be fucking kidding yourself. 
So if you think I'm this nice little quiet, obedient fucking bitch because, oh, I, I, I can't talk to women that way or whatever, and you bring them over. No, you bring them over, they're coming over the war zone. If they can't deal with the fucking heat, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. And I don't mean to treat people like that. I would like to just be nice. I would like to smile and laugh at people's jokes all the time. But most people's jokes suck. Most girls' laughs are fake. (laughs) And if you haven't figured that out, you're fucking just waiting to fucking stand in a line to be like, oh, hey, what is this? Is, is this one I get married in to lose half my money? Oh, great. This is great. Whoa, I'm going to stand here. Oh, shit. Oh, next one. Oh, cool. Dude, I ain't falling for that shit anymore. I'm not falling for the fucking women. They want to be fucking compete against men and shit like that. Well, then talk to a man. Talk to a man like a woman and hold your own. If you can't hold your own and I have to have you fucking bitch cry and moan for some other bitch because she can't hold her own, she should have never been talking to me in the first place. And I dare goddamn to you, I ain't going to shut the fuck up. I'm going to say exactly what's on my fucking mind. That's it. Mic drop. Dilly dilly. Well, I just dropped the mic in the, the never-ending hole. It must uh, have been that broad pussy you tried to pick up the other night. Hey, just, you know, sometimes boys got to get some strange, you know? I mean, I don't know how you've gone celibates for so long. At least at least get some good-looking strange. Well, I mean... That girl, somebody with a nugget on her head. She was fucking just waiting for some guy to talk to her. That's what you don't understand. She was waiting for any other guy. You were saying how dead the bar was. Yeah, we were the only fucking three guys other than two other guys hanging out of the front bar. One getting ready to get kicked out. The other one had to go to the bathroom. She has the option of us. Well, I don't know. Maybe and we... you were just drunk enough. You were just drunk enough to go, oh, she's not that bad looking. She's, she's one of three girls in there. Right. Jesus Christ, that's like that's like picking the the fucking three little pigs. This one's fat, this one's too skinny, this one's just right. Well that one wasn't just right or skinny, I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, we at least we know how you feel, but uh, that's all we got on the podcast. Just wanna air out that give you a chance to I don't even say care. your piece. There's been a lot of gr- there's been a lot of girls that I like that are heavy set. That girl just didn't have anything up there. Listen, Ron, don't hate me. You took me to a bar on Portland Avenue. It's not like we were. What's that? So we were at a bar on Portland Avenue. McKinley. 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 Shootings. Yeah. So so now you still don't know, even though I I was too fucked up to realize what I was talking about. Okay. Okay. Well, that's all the time we got for this fucking podcast. And we'll see if we can be happier moods next time. Peace. Peace.